In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, I'm Horticulture Week editor Matthew Appleby, and this is the Horticulture Week podcast. It's June and it's sunny, and our thoughts are turning to Wimbledon tennis and strawberries and cream. But strawberries aren't just for June, they're a year-round crop. Using LED top lighting, strawberries can be produced many weeks earlier, resulting in higher prices. Today I'm with Eric Stappers and Pierre Hermans, horticultural plant specialists at Signify the world leader in lighting. And in particular today, we're talking about horticultural lighting for production of strawberries. So, hello, Eric. Hello. Hi, and hello, Pierre. Hi. Now, firstly, Eric, how did um, you get into the industry? How did you become a plant specialist? I turned a plant specialist about five years ago. Before that, I worked at one of the bigger greenhouse growers in the Netherlands, growing uh, all types of greenhouse vegetables. Well, certain time it was time to do something else and uh, decided to go into the innovative industry of LED lighting in greenhouses. Brilliant. And uh, what, what about you, Pierre? How did you get into horticulture? I did an education in applied biology. And after that, I did my Master of Plant Sciences in, at University of Wageningen. And then I shortly worked at a breeding company. And now already for two years, I'm working at, at Signify as a plant specialist really uh, focusing on uh, plant physiology. Brilliant. Awesome. Great background there. So um, just to carry on, Eric, what's the biggest change you've seen in berry growing in the last five years? Well, a lot of things have changed and are still changing, I think. First of all, we see in yeah, not only in berry growing, but in vegetable and fruit growing Overall, we see a, a trend that production is more year-round and also local production is getting more and more important. And that also counts for berry growing. So you see a trend from open field going to polytunnels, but also after that from polytunnels, more and more production is taking place in greenhouses, more controlled environments. And with that, that enables growers to intensify the production and produce year-round 
produce on a higher quality level, produce higher volumes on the same surface, on the same square footage. And that also enables, in the end, consumers to buy fresher produce, higher quality produce available year-round. Oh, I see. So we've got getting closer to self-sufficiency in the UK with better volumes and, and better value for the consumer. Now, Pierre, how have the advantages in um, technology, for instance, Philips Light recipes, affected the industry? How has it made it more competitive, do you think? Yeah, of course, if you first they started with, with HPS lights, and they cost quite some energy. So yeah, what we've seen in the last years is that, that the LED lights are getting more and more uh, efficient. So you can save a lot of energy with, uh, with this technology. And with saving that energy, you will also save yeah, costs for the grower. And there you already see that it's much more attractive to go for LED compared, for instance, to for HPS, because you're really saving uh, a lot of electricity. And on the other hand, you also see that with LED, you can steer much more to a certain light spectrum or light recipe. So certain hours a day and certain uh, day length, certain amounts of lights and, and of course spectrum. And that's much more steered with LEDs compared to other light sources. So I think that that has made it more competitive and you can really yeah, steer it uh, and focus on the crop you want. Can you tell me a bit more about how that works technically? In general at Light Spectra, we mostly see that we have a base of red and blue LEDs. Um, and why is that? It's uh, very efficient for the plant to capture and to use and to use in the photosynthesis process. Uh, but red is also quite efficient for in LEDs to make. So that, that makes you a, an efficient system. Um, but in the end, plants cannot grow only on, on red light. So therefore you always need a little bit of blue in your spectrum to have a good growth. And then, for a spectrum, you can use a little bit of blue, and the higher blue you use, the more compact your crop will grow. Also, always add a little bit of white light. Why do we do that? So for the plant, it isn't really necessary of most of the times, and, and in strawberry, I don't think it's really necessary, but you need it for our eyes because we as humans are very sensitive to white light. So if you only put a little bit of white light in, in our LEDs, then for us, we can see the plants as normal. We can see that the, the leaves are green and that the strawberries are red. And then you have an option. You don't really need it as far as we know now. We're still investigating or optimizing it. But as far as we now know, there's also a color called far red. That color that is something we as humans cannot see. Plants can see it and it's a color they will perceive mainly if they are in the shade. So the higher the far red levels are, the more that plant has the idea to be in the shade, the natural re reaction of a plant when it's in the shade is to elongate, is to stretch, to get more volume, to outcompete other plants. So that's also a, yeah, a, a color of light and, and something we can add in the LEDs to steer our crop in the direction we want. And if we then specifically go for strawberry, we, we call it the deep red, white, low blue spectrum, but we need the red, the blue, and of course the white light uh, to really see the plants well. Of course, we're still investigating if we can optimize it, but for now we, we know that this spectrum works very well. Now, Eric, what makes Signify different to the other horticultural lighting companies? Is there any differences there that you can tell us about? 
there are specific characteristics to signify the way how we approach the market, which distinguish us from other LED suppliers. We are on this journey already for uh, for 14 years, which yeah, which gives us a lot of experience. Um, and another very important difference is uh, our triangle approach towards our customers. We have three kinds of people working with the growers. First of all, that's me or Peer as a as a plant specialist, focusing on the growing technical part of it. What we try to do is optimize the combination light and plants resulting in the best yield, best quality. Next to that, there's application engineers. They are focusing on the technical installation. Together with our installers, our partners, they optimize the light installation, the hardware. And next to these two functions, there's a key account manager who is the the contact person for our customers, focusing on commercial topics, but also in the general contact. And with this triangle approach, we are different compared to other suppliers. And yeah, maybe to elaborate a bit more on our work as plant specialist about how we develop the light recipes. For those 14 years we are active in the market, we established relations with several universities, trial stations, uh, but also growers, which we are really doing research with them. The more fundamental research takes place at the universities. And the learnings we take to trial stations and after that to commercial growers. And with that, we can introduce new light recipes, new applications ready for the market and will be applied commercially. With that, we really think we can stay ahead of competition and and make sure that we are always active in the market with the newest state-of-the-art solutions. I see. So which universities and research labs do you work with? The Marketing University is is a very important partner for us um, on the fundamental part. Then there's the Delphi Improvement Center in Leiswijk in the Netherlands. Uh, There are several trial stations in Belgium, PSKW and a trial station in Hoogstraten. There's the more applied research which takes place at the Haas University in the Netherlands. We do that with universities, but also There's joint research with other stakeholders in the market, like seed companies, breeders, propagators, who also really want to learn with us, not only the light application, but the general application of LED lighting in plant growth. Now, Pierre, can you tell us a bit about any projects um, that you're particularly proud of? I think there are multiple projects where we and I are also quite proud of because I think if you're working together with growers and then in the end you will have a good result and it will give you great uh, satisfaction. So for instance, last year we we installed four hectares at a company called Dutchberries and it was the, the, so this year they did their first winter production. The results we saw and the feedback we got from the company, it was really satisfying and they, they really liked it. So they're already looking at, can we do even more? Yeah, that's great to see that if you invest in, in such a company, you work together, you look together to the crop, you a- evaluate things. And then in the end, they say that they're, that they're really satisfied with the result. Yeah, that is w- what you want also as a plant specialist. And on the other hand, we have, as Eric already mentioned, we have also joint research with growers. And here in the Netherlands, we have a, a group called Vergaria Nova, where we do some research with. So that's a group of innovative growers and plant propagators. And they joined forces to do research. And they asked us if we could be partner on their light research. 
And now already for more than a year, we're doing research together to optimize their uh, way of growing and also looking at alternative growing strategies. Of course, there's always fun to really look in the innovative part. And it's always an honor to be asked for something like that. With Dutch breweries, what sort of results did they get? So winter production, around Christmas, they start producing. They say really could produce in, in, in December, mid-December. And there they had a good quality strawberries with, with great taste because they could yeah, really have a good climate and also with big enough fruit. So they were quite satisfied. Now we just want to look ahead. Eric, where do you see the industry going in the next five years? Bit of horizon scanning. I already mentioned that we see a global trend for year-round production in several regions in, in the world, whether it's in Europe or North America or Asia, we see that there's different developments going on why, why people want to grow year-round. Food security, food availability, quality of produce. That's, that's three main reasons why growers see the benefits for uh, year-round production. And, and we think that'll be only increasing. The people want to have more healthy food available. The population in, in the world in general will only increase. So the demand for fresh produce will increase. And of course, there's, there's also other trends like climate change, economic circumstances, developments like Brexit. And these are three examples of other trends what will increase the demand for year-round local production of fresh produce basically all over the world, where there is scarcity of light in the wintertime. Because that's, in the end, that's our focus, how to improve the food production in, in winter time when there is a need for additional light. Then focusing on, on berry growing, there is, yeah, we see where there is just a very little amount of varieties, types of plants being grown a couple of years ago. We see big developments in the genetics, in the way how plants are propagated in the cultivation system, so the technical way how you really set up a greenhouse. And yeah, that'll lead to an even better production in the end, uh, better quality, higher productions. And with that, how we produce berries will only intensify more. Now, you mentioned Brexit. What impact have you seen from Brexit since January the 1st, 2021? Has, has it made any changes for you? Well, we see the change happening at the moment. We do see not only for berry growing, but also for all crop growers, but also wholesalers, uh, retailers are more focusing on food security part. They find it more important to have production available in the UK. And of course, that's not changing overnight. That's a process where we are in, I think. Uh, but our expectation, uh, based on the signals we get from the market, is really that, that local production in the UK will increase in the, in, the, in the coming years. What about other types of berries other than, than strawberries? Are people working on them too? Uh, yes, uh, there is uh, definitely research going on about the application of LEDs in raspberries and blackberries. You also see that we make big steps there. I think at this moment, we are at the point that we have proven that we can grow raspberries, blackberries year-round, but also still there is optimization possible. But there's a, another thing, and that's, that's the economic part of it. And I think that's what the market is working on still, yet to make it economically feasible. In the end, the growing technical and the economic part, they need to be combined in a valid business case. And 
And, and that's still a bit too early to say that we are there already. And after all that serious analysis, I want to ask a bit of a comedy question. So both of you, what's the weirdest shape a strawberry has ever grown into? Now, I saw a thumbs up strawberry once. It's just a strawberry that looks like a hand with its thumbs up. <laughs> Do you think that will catch on? Do you think that's going to be commercially available? I, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe not. I think it's quite hard to replicate that. <laughs> quite hard to replicate. Maybe that's some, something for some scientists to work on in the future, if there would ever be a demand for a whole punnet full of thumbs up strawberries. Anyway, been great talking to you, Eric and Pierre from Signify. Thank you very much. And thanks very much for all your contributions there. Thank you very much. I'm Matthew Appleby, and this is the Horticulture Week podcast. Make sure you never miss one. Subscribe to or follow Horticulture Week podcasts via Apple iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Once again, thank you and see you next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.